I've been practicing medicine for over 25 years and I've seen it. The world is hurting, people are sick, and even with our greatest scientific discoveries and technological breakthroughs, trends in health are not getting better. We weren't designed for this. This world as we know it, it's not our home. But there is a remedy. Our Creator designed us to be resilient creatures, and He's given us clues in the scriptures that have dramatic implication for our lives today. Let's talk about biblical prescriptions. Let's take a serious look at living as God intended. Are you ready? Let's get well, and let's go home. Welcome to the Biblical Prescriptions for Life podcast presented by HeartWise Ministries. I'm Nick Evanson here with Dr. James Markham, author of the seven-week Bible study, Biblical Prescriptions for Life. On today's podcast, we're going to be discussing a health concern from a listener that they submitted on our website at biblicalprescriptions.com. Dr. Markham, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Nick. It's nice to be back home. You know, I took a trip to Texas this last week, mm -hmm. and my son's looking at that school. And it was hot. Well, I was going to say, what part of Texas were you we in? We were in Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, and, you know, it was hot that weekend. I wasn't used to it. That's why my, my skin is foreheaded. So I was worried that I might, you know, be... Did you get a sunburn? Yes, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for, for, for the sunscreen. Yeah. Um, but one of the highlights of the trip, not only did I get to eat at some great vegan restaurants, mm -hmm. Austin's one of the top 10 cities in the country for vegan food. Really? Yeah. And if you go to our website, heartwiseministries.org, and look at the um, the Healthy Eats section, mm -hmm. you can learn about restaurants wherever you're at. And if you really want to help us out, if you go out and eat at a healthy restaurant, Go to that webpage, write a review for us, because we're trying to get reviews from everywhere. Now, someone told me that we were our reviews were better, better than Happy Cow. Really? So that made me feel good. I don't know well, how Well, quality cow. over quantity, huh? Yeah, they have, they have a lot of quantity. We have more quality, but the more that people join us in our crusade for healthy hearts, healthy minds, healthy relationships with Christ, then, then we're going to have eventually lots of good choices for people. So I'm going to add two this week. One was for a great breakfast I had. Um, they had this really good um, tofu-like um, eggs mm -hmm. with some soy meat in it. It was delicious. And a I never had this, a sweet potato pancake. Oh, yeah. Those are fantastic. You had those? Mm -hmm. Okay. I had a yeah. sweet potato pancake. That was good. And the other meal I had that was so good, I went to a food truck, and I think it was called Arlo's or something like that, and they had... They had all sorts of barbecue. You know, I like barbecue. Uh -huh. So I had this barbecue that was just, it was really good. Now, I mean, this yeah. is vegetarian barbecue. Yeah, it's, it's, they call it barbecue, but it tastes, it, you know. It tastes like barbecue, yeah, but it tastes it's like, plant-based. Yeah, it tastes foods. all plant-based, okay. all pretty healthy. We had that. And my, my, my wife had a seitan-like chicken mm -hmm. um, sandwich that she said was very good as well. So now, she, yeah. she mentioned to me that you're not a big fan of food trucks all the time, but this one kind of changed your mind on that. Well, right? a little bit because, you know, <laughs> food, you know, it gets me concerned because I want to make sure they're clean in the food trucks. You know, I want to make sure everything's clean mm, and not yeah. a lot of laying around. But if you think about it, if you think about the food source, you know, at HeartWise, we, we move people, we encourage them to try to eat more plants. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plants don't spoil like meats and cheese do. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so chances are, you know, if they were serving the same thing with meats and cheese, there would be more spoilage. Sure. Yeah. And remember, meat and, meat and animals carry with them disease in itself that have to be mm -hmm. cooked out. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to cook them a certain temperature. Well, we don't have that quite same problem with plants. Right. Yeah. So a lot of what I was eating was just 
fresh plants that just need to be washed off. Right. So I have to depend on people having clean hands. And when you ever touch food out there, make sure your hands are clean. We don't want to pass on germs. That's right. It's a big problem in Africa, by the way. Yeah, passing I'm gonna, on germs. I'm going to throw out the website one more time. If uh, if you want to leave a review or find reviews for healthy restaurants, heartwiseministries.org, and then click on the Healthy Eats section of the website, and uh, you can find all our information there. And since our last... Um, web webcast you did some exciting motorcycle riding yeah one of my buddies had a, a party in his backyard he grew up riding motorcycles and he built a little track in his backyard and uh we went out there and had a good time you know i was a little concerned some of my buddies they weren't wearing helmets yeah well they was probably should wear helmets. a little bit concerning about that but uh you know they they had a good time we were on little mini bikes mostly there were a couple guys who had their big bikes there but little mini bikes that are pretty slow and, and well, pretty safe. Well, pretty it, fun. it's fun to get out and do things, especially when the yeah. weather's nice with friends, mm -hmm. as long as it's safe. That's right. So I can't condone the lack of helmets, but, <laughs> but you know. Right, yeah. But, you know, it's fun getting out, as long as it's fun. Safe. But I've noticed that when you're younger, you do more crazy things than when you get older. The older you get, the more conservative. Like, I don't think I would have rode around going up and down the hills and all around. Um, right. And I noticed on that one clip that they were jumping a good amount. Yeah. How far yeah. was that? That looked pretty far. Uh, it, was, it was a triple jump, so yeah. it was probably... 60 feet maybe, did you do that no way okay and everyone was cheering and stuff too so i'm, yeah. I'm just well that's my friend who used to race motorcross so okay he's yeah. kind of advanced a little, but, uh, a little experience yeah. there so okay well oh you know we better get back to some questions here yeah so recently we had yeah. someone write into the the website um they've listened to the podcast and submitted a question at biblicalprescriptions.com forward slash podcast you can submit your questions there as well uh but this person has some unexplained health issues going on and wrote in asking for uh, some advice. Now, obviously, we're not entering into a patient relationship here. No, but we're we just, we can steer them in a direction and that's right. give them some things that have happened in the past and, mm -hmm. you know, in previous situations, this might be helpful. But for sure, we want everyone to see their own doctor right. and get it. But, you know, we can sort of give some advice and steer them in a certain direction without having any problems with that. And, and at our website, we, we do that. People can ask us questions directly and we have a, a bevy of physicians that we that are that have given us advice and that they can also look at some of the podcasts and you know different resources we have to learn because you know you are your own best physician other than the heavenly physician that's right yeah okay so let's go well, ahead let's, let's see if we can here. help her out uh the symptoms that she was describing uh unexplainable uh weight loss was happening and also she had some phlegm and mucus developing and so they went ahead and did a chest x-ray and it revealed some subtle densities but it was thought that those were insignificant um, she was concerned about the doctor's request to do a CT scan because she was concerned about uh, possible cancer caused by radiation right. from the CT scan. Right. And then um, let's just stop right there. Yeah, well, let, let's unpack that question a little bit and talking about some generalities. In general, when a person goes to any type of provider or healer, they have a symptom. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a simple definition of a symptom is something doesn't feel right. OK, right. if I start kicking you back there and it hurts, you're going to have a symptom. Right. And I'm saying that's probably musculoskeletal trauma. Mm -hmm. So you start with the symptom and then based on the symptoms and how things relate to each other, you develop a diagnosis. But you sort of have to prove that diagnosis. Right. And the way we prove it in medicine a lot is a, a procedure called a biopsy. Okay. We get the tissue, we look at it under the, the under the microscope, and we have our definition. Mm 
Now, we don't do that with everything. Um, for instance, you have an infection. We take the blood out, look at the blood cultures, and we see the bacteria there. So we have a diagnosis. But we get clues by a symptoms, like an infection, fever, um, a cough, um, you know, heart going fast, coughing up yellow green. You know, those are things that are, that are symptoms of an infectious process. Or, or on the on your hand, having um, a, a nodule that you squeeze it and pus comes out. You know, right. that would be a yeah. symptom of, of an infection in the skin. Mm -hmm. So, so we start with the symptom and then we move to the different tests to make a diagnosis. So, in this person here, you know, the symptoms that they've given is weight loss. Okay, weight loss can be caused by many things. Right. Some people lose weight because their metabolism's going faster because they're exercising more. Some people lose weight because they have medical conditions like overactive thyroid, diabetes. Mm -hmm. Some people have, and of course, serious, serious weight loss causing from malignancies, which speed up the metabolism because these right. actively biting cancer cells need a food source. Some people lose weight because they have bowel abnormalities and they're not absorbing nutrients. Mm -hmm. So there's a host of different things that can cause weight loss. So a doctor hears that weight loss and that, that registers that big laundry list. Then the next symptom and the questions might help narrowing it down. So what was the next symptom that they had? Yeah, uh, she had phlegm and mucus. Uh, she said she doesn't often get colds and that kind of thing and didn't think it was just a common cold. Okay. Well, if, if a phlegm and mucus, I would want to know the color of it. Okay, if you're bringing up stuff that's that's yellow or green, that would go with um, an infection. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people can have sinus infections, and you know, they, how do I know whether I have sinus or just allergies? And right. they blow out a big green glob, and that would go with the chronic sinus infections. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the sinuses are up here, and, and they can't get the the infection out, and that's causes chronic headaches and this. Sometimes it's like a bronchitis, you bring up phlegm. But sometimes phlegm can just be a sign of inflammation in the body as well. You know, okay. you, you know, smokers have lots of some inflammation. You know, they have a chronic cough and they bring up some yell some stuff from time to time. Mm -hmm. Now whether that goes with weight loss not sure. So, so, so far these symptoms aren't really raising red flags. Does right. she give any more symptoms that she's been having? Um, she, she's been stressed out by a number of factors recently. Um, her heart was, she was concerned that something was wrong with her heart and so she had that checked out. Um, but it checked out to be fine. Uh, and also she had stress from loss of a spouse in okay. recent months and the stress of dealing and managing the household without that spouse any longer. Okay. Um, that was the other stress factors that she mentioned, but no other symptoms. Okay. Well, if I had a patient like that that came to my office, I would, you know, do a little bit more detailed physical um, and a history, asking them a few more questions, um, specifically, you know, check their vital signs, their blood pressure, do a physical mm -hmm. exam. I probably would do some screening blood work, you know, just to look for, you know, major things. Then if that doesn't work out, you know, I, I might just keep an eye on this situation because, you know, this situation, there's always a possibility that stress could be contributing. Mm -hmm. Stress people sometimes don't, you know, they, they don't eat well. 
you know, they're stressed out all the time. That weakens their immune system. They might have some viral things going on. Sure, yeah. And sometimes the best thing is just to watch. Now, she had an abnormal chest x-ray, or at least to some degree. Yeah. Uh, that you talked about. Yeah, subtle densities yeah. That were found. But and, it was and, thought to be insignificant. I know. And, you know, you think about that. But, you know, the CAT scan would let them know for sure. Mm-hmm. And the argument, I would say, for doing the CAT scan would be, you know, if there's something there and it's going to cause you more stress, just the reassurance of knowing sometimes is worth it. Just the peace of mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the risk of radiation and causing cancer is there, but it's small. Mm-hmm. Any type of stress on the body long term also causes problems. You know, whether you have a little stress, what happens over a long time, and it actually damages your DNA. For instance, let's say everyone in the Evanson family lost their hearing at age 60, mm-hmm. okay? And if I went into your ear and yelled all day long, you might have stress on your ears and lose it at age 50. Okay, right, okay? yeah. Let's say, every, you know, so stress can affect any organ based on your genetics. So let's say you have heart disease that comes on everyone in the 50s, and you smoke, and you eat a lot of fatty food, and you have a lot of stress, and you never rest, you carry 80 extra pounds, well, your disease might show up at age 30. Mm. And modern medicine is great at treating the symptoms, not so good at treating the cause. Right. Now, we see stress involved in a lot of doctor's visits. Stress is a disease. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're under stress, you make chemicals like epinephrine, which could make your heart go fast, speeds up your metabolism. Um, you make an inflammation in the body, which can actually make your immune system weak. You don't sleep well at night. You make it in inflammatory cytokines. You make cortisol go up. So your body just doesn't feel good. You also can change your very genetics, causing more mutations when you're under chronic stress. So I think I would, you know, if I had a patient similar to this, I would start working on, um, you know, making sure nothing big was going on. Right. I mean, I would probably, if it was my patient, I probably would recommend the CAT scan. But if they refuse the CAT scan, I would say, well, that's not totally unreasonable as long as we keep a close eye on you. And in a few months, if you're not back to normal, repeat an X-ray, which is a lot less radiation than a CAT scan. CAT scans like a hundred times the radiation than you get from a simple X-ray. Um, So I might take that approach on this patient. But some of the take-homes I want to talk about today is whenever you don't feel right, that's a symptom. And if a symptom doesn't go away, then that's a big problem. If a symptom comes on and you're passing out, you can't breathe well, your heart's racing, you have pain in the upper chest, those are symptoms that need look at right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you have a pain or a symptom that you can explain, like, you know, your friend kicked you in the leg, then that might not need a big gigantic evaluation, mm-hmm. you know? Right. But and that's why the more you learn, the more you can take care of your body, you're your own best doctor. Now, some people like to go to the internet and get diagnosis. Do you ever do that? I I look up stuff to get ideas, but I don't put a whole lot of weight on what I find online. Right. And sometimes um, you can go online and get some good information, but sometimes they scare you to death. Right. And when you're scared to death, guess what? More stress. 
I had uh, a patient come in this this morning that was 21 years old, very nice person. And, you know, they were having some chest pain. They were concerned about it. And they went to someone and read their EKG. And, and they really sort of, I think, scared them a little bit. The EKG wasn't that abnormal. It's a sort of a normal variant. But they got scared a lot. So I think it's, it's our duty to be concerned, all of us, but not be scared. Remember that text in the Bible, um, be anxious about nothing. Philippians 4, 6. Um, talk to God. You want to include God and Christ in all your decisions. And what I've, I've learned as, as time goes on that's helped me a lot is, is every appointment, everyone you see in the office, everyone you see in life, treat that as a divine appointment. Yeah. You know, that's a divine interaction. And ask God to help you lead in that situation. Um, and one of the things that he doesn't want us to do is, is, is have a lot of fear. Say, listen, you know, let's be concerned about this, but let's not get scared about it because we know that we have a God in heaven that's going to relax us, that we can turn over all of our questions and answers to him. In the end, he's got us safe with him forever, so we don't need to worry about our long term. But in the short term, let's just be smart and let's not worry or be overly concerned till we have to because that in and of itself is hurting our health. Now, I'm not saying that this person is, is having that, but stress definitely plays a role. So let's talk about stress. Nick, everyone gets stressed. When you feel the stress in your body go up, um, what do you do to sort of, do you just live with it? What do you do to deal with your stress, the pain of stress? Oh, I like to go outside and get some exercise if possible. Good, good. Well, yeah. So you have a plan. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't have a healthy plan when they're under stress. Um, some people might say, well, I'm under stress. I'm going to watch watch a, a, a scary movie or something to get my mind right. totally off of it. That might create more stress. Right, that's right. <laughs> and some people say, well, I'm going to have some cookies you know, mm -hmm. or some, some feel-good foods. Some people might say, well, I'm going to go and bet on a race or I'm going to go spend some money. Everyone has different things they do when they have pain. They right. seek some yeah. type of pleasure. You know, mm -hmm. to numb the pain. So mm -hmm. when, when people get into these addictive habits, I don't so much worry about the addiction up front. I say, well, what's causing their pain? You know, what's causing right. their symptom? And a lot of mental pain, a lot of mental stress. So I think if you have a, a, an uploaded software in your brain to know I'm under stress, what do I need to do? And some people just need to rest. You know, some people need to take a Sabbath day off to rest at night. Mm -hmm. Some people need to go out in the woods. Some people just, they can get by with taking 10 deep breaths. Some right. people need yeah. to find three things to be happy about and two things to laugh about. Some people need to teach themselves not just to worry so much. Mm -hmm. But I think the best thing that we can do is in the Bible. Be anxious about nothing. Come to me in prayer and supplication. God did not create a spirit of fear. We have a loving Father that wants to be involved in every detail in our lives. So when you get scared, when you get fear, when you have a symptom, no matter what it is, the first thing I think I would recommend is, is asking the ultimate physician, the healer, the master, the creator of the universe, the one that knows you better than you know yourself, to help. Right. Say, listen, God, I cannot do this in yourself. I need you to help me. I need you to change my mind. I'm so worried. Change it. You know, create me a new mind. Transform me. And I'm trusting you. And show me how to do that. Show me what I need to do today to help decrease these stress loads. The same with medicines. Direct me to the source that I can learn about what's wrong and things that I can do to help my situation. Um, help the people that are taking care of me know what to do, know how to handle this situation. So I, do, I think we are not doing enough praying and turning to the real source of truth. 
Um, so, you know, I, I remember that text in James, which is another great biblical prescription. It says um, about knowledge. If any of you lack knowledge, let him ask of God. Mm -hmm. Well, I lack knowledge all the time. Me too. And I am asking all the time for help. And I think when we humble ourselves and we realize the things we don't know and we do know, um, God is there to, to pick us up and direct us. We don't have to know everything, but he can sort of help guide us where we can go for answers. So I'm just thankful that person um, had a question. And, you know, if other people have questions, we have lots of different resources. That's right. Yeah, we hope that's been a, a helpful discussion for you on how to manage stress and, and maybe the role that that's playing in your, in your situation. And uh, if you have further questions uh, or other listeners, if you have questions, health concerns, go to our website, biblicalprescriptions.com forward slash podcast and you can submit your health questions there and we will try to answer them on a future podcast and uh, we also have another resource um, we have a prayer form at heartwiseministries.org mm -hmm. you can click on the front page there's a place there to join in prayer now and uh, lift up other people in prayer and uh, pray list your prayer requests as well because um, there's definitely power in prayer we believe God is the ultimate healer and whether uh, the current infirmities and illnesses that we have are healed here on earth or not, uh, there's eternal healing. Yeah, and that's an excellent point. We're all in this world together, and we're supposed to love each other and help each other and serve each other and take care of each other. And I want to invite you to come to our website and be a part of our team. You know, sign up for a newsletter, write a review, give a prayer, write an article. We would love to have you as we continue to reach um, people with health knowledge and really the everlasting gospel and as we serve them um, i think that our health will improve as well so i right. want to thank everyone for joining us today and dr Markham, thank you for your insights and your unique perspective on healing my, my pleasure nick all right that's going to do it for this week's discussion on the biblical prescriptions for life podcast we hope you can join us again and uh, if you enjoy the podcast leave us a review on google or apple itunes or whatever podcasting platform you're listening on join us again next week where we'll be discussing more about getting well and going home Thank you.